Hey guys, welcome to Peace of Authenticity with the Andersons. We're live every Monday morning and we want to be current and authentic and genuine in every topic that we bring for you guys. Nothing is more refreshing than when people are open and honest with their walk with God. And that's just what we want to do. We want to have conversations with you weekly that ignite you and challenge you to be the best that you can be. A lot of times we think that we have to have it all put together and we put on masks to get through our week. But here, we want to be able to just talk it out. Exactly how it comes out is exactly how it's going to be. So join in on the conversation. Here it is. Hi, guys. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Peace of Authenticity. I don't even remember what episode it is, so I'm not even going to try. 26, maybe. Is it? Maybe. I, I think know. it is. It is. Yeah. It's a lot. But today, guys, we are welcoming Taylor Phillips, the brand new author of the book <laughs> Training Ground. Here it is um, in the house. Okay. Well, she's in her house and we're in ours. So she's yeah. not in the house, but you know what I mean? We're both, we're all in a house. Yeah. We're, we are all in a house, but Taylor, welcome. Welcome. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you guys for having me. Like I'm super excited for this. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. We are well, too. It's, it's going to be awesome. Um, just, just so you know, and I, and I imagine that Jordan's already told you, but different segments of your book have already been used as part of our testimony mm-hmm. in even getting to Lawton in general and just, you know, about the not settling for an Ishmael, you know, waiting for God to bring your Isaac. Um, that, you know, was, was life changing for us. Awesome. And so, you know, your book, we don't even have like the hard copy yet in our hands, but it's already made a difference. Yes. So the Lord's definitely it. using it. I love it. I love it. And that's definitely, I mean, the whole concept of Ishmael and Isaac was one that, sorry, uh, was one that, um, you know, was really hard for me to grasp as well, because I'm somebody who, when I feel like the Lord has said something, I want to do it immediately. Like, I don't want to wait, you know, he's like, Hey, let's do this. It's like, obviously he's trusted me. So let's go now, you know, and for the longest time, it was just a process of, just because I called you right now doesn't mean I've fully equipped you to carry out the entirety of what I've called you to. Like it's an entire mm. process of like, it's, it's just a process of surrender and growing. And so to hear your guys' testimony, um, I think what's probably the most meaningful to me or one of the most meaningful things, obviously outside of God using it is that Um, you guys learn from my mistakes in that, you know, so it's like always building on that. And so it's just exciting to me. And Clay keeps reminding me of that, you know, reminding me, regardless of what happens with training ground, there is going to be a return on it that you will not see this side of heaven. And, Mm, um, it's just, yeah, it's so exciting. So I'm, I'm rejoicing with you guys, first of all, in what God is doing in, in you and through you. And then second of all, to hear that testimony. So yeah. yeah. And there's going to be many more too, Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm excited. Well, you know, you, you sit there and think about it. Um, it, the Bible is very clear. A lot of times, whenever it talks about the things that we do here, you know, mm-hmm. as Christians, we are supposed to be storing up treasures in heaven. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you know, when, when you think about that, you think about, man, I, you know, I want to author a book. I want it to be on the, everyone wants to be on the New York times bestseller list and, you know, and, and everything like that. And it's like, we have these earthly goals for it, but, you know, I tend to think that 
everything, you know, when you step out in faith and, and you write this book and, and already before it's even published, seeds are being planted mm -hmm. in, in the lives of so many people. And it, and it just builds on the testimony. You know, it's not even mm -hmm. really about the book itself. It's about yeah. the goodness of God, you know, Absolutely. And, and, and that's, that's amazing to me, but I will read the full thing. I promise you. I just <laughs> oh, yeah. like, uh, I just over like Jordan would read, you know, bits and pieces of it to me. And so then I'm like, Oh, I'm taking that. Like I, that's, that's mine. Well, how you know? we do yeah. Taylor, which I'm sure you and Claire are the same way. If you are reading a book and it's really good, you keep stopping the other one from reading the book they're reading so yeah. that you can read a portion of the book you're reading. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, but there's, there's a twofold to that. Like I've heard that when you're reading a book or wanting to learn something better, you need to teach somebody else what it's saying. So, I mean, mm. not only are you sharing the message with somebody else, but you're rooting it further into your heart by making them stop what they're reading. Whoa. Oh my God. Aubrey, we were ministering to each other. Do we know yeah. that? We didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, a lot of times I'm just like, well, I just want to be the one doing the ministering, you know what I oh mean? Oh my but, gosh. <laughs> it's like, yeah, um, Lord help us. Um, but no, that's, that's awesome. So it, for everybody that's listening or watching on YouTube, um, Training Ground is available mm -hmm. on Amazon. And is there any other platforms that's available on Taylor? Share with, yeah. that with us. Um, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Walmart, Books a Million are the, the four platforms that it's available on. And actually Amazon just discounted the price a little bit. So if they haven't taken an opportunity to grab the copy yet, they can get it at $17.99. So <gasps> Ooh, a pretty okay. good deal for everybody who hasn't grabbed a copy yet. Oh man. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's a good deal. Yeah. That's, that's so awesome. Um, so Taylor, you and I, what was it last week? We were having a conversation. I mean, we kind of converse every day, but yeah last week because uh we scheduled this time to record and we i was like taylor what do you what do you feel on your heart like what has the lord been speaking to you you know and so tell tell them a little bit about what what you were feeling that day oh gosh <laughs> i know you were pretty emotional actually well, you're like i'm gonna cry yeah now now that the now that the plug's over and we've advertised <laughs> training ground and you know all, you, the author spill is over now now just share with us what the lord's doing in your heart and you'll want oh to buy the book goodness. even more. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the conversation that Jordan and I were having last week was just one of talking about like, well, how did, what was something that maybe we were wanting to talk about on the podcast outside of training ground. And I, you know, I've got a window over here in my office and I just kind of looked outside and I immediately heard, I will be your song. And the, the significant thing about it for me is that um, so Maverick city has, there's seriously one of my favorite bands right now. I, I oh cannot stop listening to them, but they right. have a song called the Isaiah song. And in this song, the lyrics are sing, sing, oh, barren land. Um, the water is coming for the thirsty mm. and though mm. you are empty, I am your well draw from me. I will provide. And I'm going to start crying all over again, but that has Holy. just been from, I mean, the last three weeks of releasing this book, that has just been the anthem of, of what the Lord has just been, you know, encouraging me to do, sing, sing, O barren land. And then, um, you know, what was a barren season is uh, giving birth right now. And, uh, you know, it's just so significant mm. to me because in the moment that I heard it, I was actually really struggling with identity a little bit, mm. um, you know, because the last 
three years really has been about writing the book. It's been about unraveling it for readers. It's been about editing it. It's been about um, reaching readers, you know, and just the whole concept around the book itself. And as we got closer and closer to the release, I realized that I placed so much identity on this moment. And um, I realized that my thought process was one of oh, well, what do I do when it's over? You know, and it was just like the Lord reminding me of I'm your song. You know, I am the song that you are singing. It's not what you're doing. Mm -hmm. It's me. I'm what you're singing. So that's kind of a little bit of what it was um, without wanting to just absolutely fall on my face right now. Oh my um, gosh. Yeah. Golly, that's, it's in this time right now, Mm -hmm. That is what every single Christ follower needs to understand is that Mm -hmm. our identity is not even what's going on right now. Our identity is not in what we can do. Our identity is not in who we even think we are, but it's who Mm -hmm. it's who Jesus is. Yeah. And, and I, we just keep hearing that it's about Jesus. Like he, he has to take his rightful place again, because Mm -hmm. how, you know, Jesus hasn't taken his rightful place in a lot of areas, um, in a Christian, a Christian's walk and in certain Christians, Oh, man, I'm hitting stuff. Um, it's because identity is just, they don't know, like yeah. they don't know their identity. So if you, mm-hmm. do, you know, if you don't know your identity, then it's like, man, did Jesus, did I put something in front of Jesus? Like, what, what am I doing? You know? Cause yeah. it's all about Jesus. And I just love that so much. And Aubrey, well, and you were I talking think, about, oh yeah, go, go. Well, I was just going to say, like, I mean, I was thinking about it. I mean, something that the Lord really has revealed to me in the last little bit is, I mean, scripture is very clear that we were created for God. Mm-hmm. Like we were created to bring him glory. Like Isaiah 43, seven says everyone who is called by my name and whom I have created for my glory, mm-hmm. whom I have form- formed, even whom I have made. And it's like, I think we often forget that being here on the earth, there's so many things that surround us, so many people and uh, circumstances and situations that define us. And it's like, we forget that first and foremost, our calling is for him. It is to bring him glory. It is to, um, to, to live in such a way that reveals his goodness and his majesty and his honor and his glory. And we're wasting our time if we're doing anything but that. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's just, uh, Jesus is calling us back to that place, that secret place with him. God just, Mm -hmm. he just wants us to just, the more time you spend with Jesus, the more you realize who you are, because like you said, Taylor, we are Mm -hmm. made for God. We are like, we're his delight. We're his joy. And Mm -hmm. man, that's so good. Well, yeah. And, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Taylor, when, when you were, Jordan was sharing with me, like what you guys were talking about, what the Lord was talking about, I'll be your song. Um, and, and that hit me, like it just hit different because, mm-hmm. you know, for me, like I, I'll get a song in my head and, and like, I'll just want to do nothing but listen to that song mm-hmm. and like, and, and music moves you, you know, mm-hmm. like what, and, and you, I've even been told like, you can manipulate people like through music, like throwing in different Mm -hmm. instruments and you can throw in more percussion and, you know, like, Mm -hmm. like music, like just moves us from one place to the other. And so when, when, when I was sitting there thinking about that and there's like different songs in different seasons that are just like, this is my jam. 
This mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, this is my anthem. Mm-hmm. And so when, when the Lord said that to you, and then Jordan repeated that to me, it was just like, man, the, the Lord is basically saying, I want to be what moves you. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. You know, I, I, I want to be what, what I want to be your anthem. In, mm-hmm. in this season. I mean, it, it should be in all seasons, but right. I, I think sometimes like different seasons just hit different. And so it's mm-hmm. like, okay, now God is basically saying in this season, I want to be what moves you. And it's going to mm-hmm. send your life on a different trajectory mm-hmm. than you've ever been on before. Absolutely. And so that's, that's how it hit me. And so I was just like, because I'm moved by music. I'm not musically talented at all. I can't sing. I'm still mad at the Lord for that. Um, but, but at this, I was like, I'm, I'm supposed to have a voice Lord. Like that's just, no, I'm just kidding. But, but really music moves me. Like I I get up, like I can't help music comes on. I can't help, but dance. Like I can't Mm -hmm. help, but move and, and I feel it. And, and the Lord's like saying, let me be that for you. So mm-hmm. even though you shared that with Jordan, mm-hmm. it, it ministered to me as well. Mm-hmm. And the Lord was like, Aubrey, let me be your anthem in this mm-hmm. new season. And as you're saying, as followers of Christ, that is supposed to be our reflection. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It, it, it's, you know, it, it's, if, if Jesus is not at the forefront of what you're doing, then you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're headed in the wrong direction and mm-hmm. your anthem is wrong. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're wasting a lot of time and time is the only resource we can never get back. Well, and what's not, this isn't all sunshine and rainbows, but what I got out of that, whenever Aubrey said, you know, if it's not, if you're not doing something for Jesus, then it's wrong. Right. I I believe that this year there's going to be a lot of brood awakenings with God. Mm -hmm. Cause he's like, I'm, I've, I've had enough, like he's given grace upon grace upon grace over some things. And I think it's finally like, I'm not your song. Therefore Mm -hmm. you don't have this anymore. It's not gonna, it's not gonna work without me, you know? Yeah. Well, and that scripture, I mean, that talks about, you know, in the, in the book of Matthew, when, uh, when people are like, well, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not do all of these things, your name? And he's like, away from me. I never knew you. And it's like, that to me is just what in the world, because it's like, we can put, you know, okay. So I think about it in this sense of, you know, knowing just kind of a small scope of what I believe God has called me to do and different things that he's placed in my heart. And the struggles that I've had with obviously I am a Christian that will do, that will motivate, that will, that will, that is what every decision will be based out of is the fact that I am a Christ follower. Mm -hmm. Um, it will determine my motivations, my actions, my words, whatever I do. But I think sometimes that people don't realize, or they don't want to realize, or they have a hard time realizing that just because you put the name Christian on something or make it obvious that you are a Christian in your business or in whatever else, doesn't mean that you are actually a Christ follower, because I can Mm. tell you, there are a lot of people, a lot of businesses who say that they are a Christian business owner, and they are furthest from a Christian, whatever, because of the life that they live, the things that they do. And it's like, we have got to get to a point where our pursuit isn't the things of this world, but it's a passionate pursuit of him and everything we do in flowing, you know, in pursuing him, it flows out of us. Like it's one of those things, like we feel like we always have to have influence from the outside world to do something, but it's like, 
no, we need to go to the creator. We need to Mm. be on our face before him and let him motivate our actions, our desires, our words. And that's what ministry is. Ministry is an overflow of our time spent with him. Business is an overflow of our time spent with him. Mm. And there are a lot of people who say a lot of the right things. And I, we're seeing that in the world today of, well, scripture sort of says this, but here's what it is, you know, and everybody's getting caught up in whether or not like, okay, well, I mean, what they're kind of saying is true. And so I don't want to, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to stand against that because it's not fully that, you know what I mean? Like, and there's that yeah. battle of, well, it's half truth, but it's not, you know, and, and we're finding ourselves in this, um, this war of how do we stand for truth? And it's like, well, we begin taking the stand for truth in our war room and our secret mm-hmm. place, because the spirit of truth will invade us. And we mm. will begin to recognize when something is not truth. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Well, and, and that's, <clears throat> that's the thing uh, I've been, I've been desperately seeking after the Lord is, is like in, in our country, let, let truth come to the surface. Exactly. Let, mm-hmm. let everything, you know, that has breath, praise the Lord, right? Like mm-hmm. the Bible says, but, but it's like, I I'm, tr- I'm looking through social media and I'm like, well, there's people that consider themselves Christian on both sides. But the thing is with God, there's only one truth. Absolutely. There, there's only one. And, and we it. can, we can mix words and we can do everything that we want to do to try to manipulate scripture into it being what we want it to say. I mean, mm-hmm. it's very easy. I mean, the enemy did it to Jesus. You know, mm-hmm. Satan himself tried to use scripture to make Jesus slip up. And and I think that's where we are in America that needs to change is mm-hmm. we have to humble ourselves. We have to die daily to the flesh. And scripture, the Bible, which yeah. we have one that's right here. Yeah. The Bible is a sword, mm-hmm. but it's meant to fight the enemy with, not each other. Yes. Yeah. And and that's that's the issue that I feel like that we're facing. And and I think that even, you know, your your book, Training Ground, is even oh is even gosh. perfect for that because it's like I, I feel like, and, and this is this is just me, and I could be wrong, but I feel like a lot of Christians um have left the training ground and they're like, Well, I've already made it. So I'm going to preach from a position of, well, you know, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm a Christian. So, you know, these are, these are what I value instead. Mm -hmm. Everyone needs to humble themselves to the position of what does God value? Because Mm -hmm. if my values don't line up with his, then I'm, I'm in the wrong direction. We all got to get back to the training ground. Well, even Taylor, you've watched wonder woman, the new one too, right? All three of us. Yes. Okay. It was so prophetic to certain things. Right. And at the very beginning, I was wondering for a while, that beginning scene of whenever Wonder Woman was a little girl and she did that race with all the other Mm -hmm. Amazon grown women. And she was like 10 or something. And it's just like, I have Mm -hmm. chill bumps now because I, I believe that this is connected to like your, like, training ground, right? From anointed to appointed. Mm -hmm. So her as a little girl, she was anointed to do what she was called to do. Right. But Mm -hmm. she jumped into it too quickly. And then look what happened. She didn't end the race. Well, yeah, she she tried to cut corners. Right. And so she didn't Mm -hmm. win. And I think that's what a lot of Christians do that they, well, and I think I got this, you know? Yeah. And I think what stood out to me in that biggest moment was how caught up she was in, I have to be the best. Yes. You know, it wasn't a matter of like, okay, I'm, you know, okay. So obviously in that movie, I mean, the winner was the best, but 
you know, when we relate that to our relationship with the Lord and our walk with the Lord, I mean, we're not in competition with people. We're all as Christians working toward the same end goal, which is unity in Christ and, and speaking the truth of his word. And until we're home in heaven, I mean, we're always going to have the job of building up the body of Christ in unity. Um, you know, but I think what stood out to me the most is, is how much I identified with that 10 year old little girl of like knowing (laughs) that I was able to do something, but I was absolutely ticked because though I had sort of trained for it and I could, and I kept up with the best, there just came a point in time where maybe I faltered, you know? And I think that's where a lot of her issue was, is, is realizing that just because she faltered didn't mean she lost. I mean, she was in, she was going up against some really tough women as a Mm -hmm. young girl, you know? Um, but the fact that she couldn't lose well was what stood out to me. Mm. And we, (laughs) I'm just gonna say we have to learn how to lose well. I mean, yep. because our standard of winning is never going to be yeah. what we think it should be. We're always going to lose in our eyes. But um, something that the Lord revealed to me the other day, um, like, man, this whole process has just been like unpacking and resting and unpacking and yes. resting, and um, it's emotional roller coaster. But um, I had talked a little bit about how I just was dealing with the struggle of identity of like, well, what do I do next? And you know, our success isn't based on numbers. It's not based on how many people see things or, you know, whether or not people see things or anything like that. God doesn't measure success that way. God Mm -hmm. measures success by obedience. And so have we been obedient to what he's called us to do in every step of the way, regardless of what that looks like? Um, last night I was on a call with, uh, some of, some of my author or some of our author coaches with the publishing company and, um, Ashley, she had shared, she goes, you know, sometimes God will put us in situations where on paper, it looks like we're going to fail, uh, situations look impossible or, um, you know, maybe it looks like this is just set up to fail, fail from the beginning, but it's because he's going to show his glory in the midst of it. Mm-hmm. And so we're often put in those situations because we have to realize that we have to be at the end of ourselves. I think sometimes people see that as a negative connotation of like, when we're at the end of ourselves, life isn't over. That's where God takes over because he's finally mm. like, Oh, good. You're letting go of the reins you're going to let me do what I need to do. So just hang tight. And as uncomfortable as it is, we have to be willing to be at the end of our rope continually in surrender of like, God, I can't do this. I don't, I don't know. I mean, guys, he ripped every potential possibility of me being able to do anything with my book out of my hands. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I mean, this, this is your book. I have said from the beginning, I want you to get the glory. And if we say we want him to get the glory, we have to remove ourselves, mm. our flesh, and we have to let him get the glory, no matter what that looks like. Yeah. Mm. And wow. it doesn't look like the world thinks it's going to look like Mm-mm. all this fame and fortune, right? Like that's the mm-hmm. American dream. Right. And God's like, I have so much better for you. You know, yeah. man, I want to take you so much deeper, but you're, 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 you're set to this, you know, because mm-hmm. you even, um, even like in churches, right. You think your, your number of mm-hmm. members, what your value as a church is, is the number of members. And it's, oh yeah. man, it's just, it's so sad because you've seen, actually we've seen in the past six months, multiple, like 
thousands and thousands of members church, the pastors mm -hmm. just fall. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's obviously not what we're looking for. That that's yeah. not the end all be all, you know, it's yeah. just that intimate relationship where he is our song. That's yeah. it. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we have you, to learn long obedience in the same direction. And that mm. was another reason I wrote training ground is because I was seeing people just give up. Yeah. And it's like, why are you giving up? I mean, just because something faltered here or somebody left a bad review or said something wrong, or, you know, it's like that doesn't equal failure. I mean, we're so afraid of people's opinions and cancel culture that we're refusing to stand up Golly. for the truth and understand that God is willing to defend us. Not only willing, but he will like, yeah, come on guys, buck up, pull your boots on and like stand up for the truth and follow him no matter what. Like, our life isn't going to be easy. I mean, it's Jesus said, if they hate me, they're going to hate you. Exactly. Like, <laughs> okay. So there's the standard. I mean, it's already going to happen. If yeah. we're preaching Jesus, we're going to be disliked. So might as well just toss that and get over it and understand that we're not for people or we're not going to be for everybody in the sense of everybody's going to like us, mm -hmm. but we're preaching Jesus. We're doing what we're supposed to do. And who cares if nobody likes us? I mean, because we're going to be reaching the people he's calling us to reach and we cannot be so set on people's opinions and afraid of cancel culture and the stupidity yeah. behind all of that. Yeah. <laughs> that just reminds me of what Aubrey always says. He's like, Hey, if, if me and the Lord are square, that's it. I don't yeah. care. You mad at me, me and the Lord are square. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. not going to lose sleep. I'm sorry, but I'm not going to lose yeah. sleep yeah. on it. Well, I mean, that, that's the difference for me. It's like, I feel like the Lord showed me a long time ago. The difference between righteousness and self-righteousness is righteousness is between me and the Lord. And if mm -hmm. we're square, then I'm righteous in the eyes, but it turns into self-righteousness when I want other people yeah. to see how righteous I am. Yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah, so absolutely. like, you know, when it, when it comes to just between me and the Lord, that's righteousness. And outside of that, I don't care. You know, outside of that, I'm not going to lose sleep over, over somebody, you know, thinking that I did something wrong. As long as I can lay my head down and know that Jesus and I are on the same page, I'm solid. Yeah. And I think it's awesome that you're talking about obedience because actually, and Jordan can co-sign this in the new year, I believed that my phrase for 2021 was radical obedience mm -hmm. um, because you know, I've heard every sermon that's out there about faith and about radical mm -hmm. faith or, or, you know, just all these faith. And I've even preached the sermons about like, oh yeah, faith, faith, yeah. faith. Mm -hmm. And, but I, I believe that the Lord is, is moving America at least, if not the whole world into a state where it says, listen, it's cool to have faith, but if you're not going to be obedient to what I have Absolutely. for you, faith, that doesn't matter. That's just wishful thinking. Yeah. And to me, when it says faith without works is dead to me, that word works, like, which I have not studied it out. This is just my mm -hmm. immediately looking at it is obedience. Yeah. I mean, our yeah. working it out, our working out our faith is obeying what he calls us to do no matter what. Um, mm. Yeah. And that that's part of being his song and, or him being our song. And if we're allowing him to be our song, it's going to be different than what the world is singing. Yeah. And we have to be different. Because if we're just 
singing the same song. We're doing the same thing. We're conforming um, to the patterns of this world when we're told not to, you know, then how are people going to be transformed by the gospel? How are people going to be transformed by the work that the Lord is doing in our lives when we're singing the exact same song that they are maybe just a different verse or chorus, or maybe even (laughs) a slightly different tune. But I mean, it's, it's different. We have to be different because yeah, I just, yeah. Yeah. Well, the world can't, um, can't accept different. So if the world has accepted you and you fit in really well, then something's got to change, you know, like, like what you said, Jesus said, well, they hate me. They're sure going to hate you if you're following me. Yeah. So, you know, it's like the the right people love Jesus, but there was a vast majority that didn't. (laughs) Yeah. And that's, that's the thing is, is, you know, understanding what, what set apart means. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and I think that the, the, the name of your book is, is not an accident training ground, because, you know, if you're not constantly training, then you're not constantly learning and God's not working in your life. And, and I don't believe at any time in our life, there's a time where we can just be like, you know what, I've done a bunch for the Lord. I'm going to hit cruise control. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I just don't think that you ever get there. Mm-hmm. I think every season comes with new marching orders. Mm-hmm. And if you're not in a constant state of training, then, you know, God's will is going to be done. You mm-hmm. can just choose whether or not you want to be implemented into his plans or if it's going to pass you by. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. But Wow. i this is awesome. Thank you, Taylor, for coming on. I don't even know how long it's been because I forgot <laughs> to set a timer. So, I mean, if, if people are grinding with us, then, then you're the ones I, I believe that, that everybody that's watching this, that there's a reason why you're here. There's, mm-hmm. there's a reason why, um, you're watching and, and Holy spirit. I just pray that, that he has something for mm-hmm. each and every one of us. I know that I'm walking away with something, even though, you know, we're hosting this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm walking away with something. And I just, I just want to thank you again, Taylor, um, for, for joining us. Will you, will you do us a favor? Will will you, uh, will you close us out in prayer and, and, you know, just for your book, you know, training ground, don't forget it's on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Walmart, all the places that, yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, books a million. Yeah. Sorry. So yeah, go get your copy of training ground, but, um, Taylor, close us out in prayer today, if you will. I just think that there's power in it. Um, and, and we'll go from there. Yep. Awesome. Father, thank you so much for each listener that has joined us today, Father. And I just, I speak a new song over them. Lord, I ask that as they um, have listened to what's been spoken about today, that you would begin to water the seeds that have been planted, Father, and that it would grow up into a bountiful harvest of surrender, of radical obedience, of allowing you to be their song, Father. And I ask that you would give them peace in the steps that they are to take, Lord, that um, you would just give them this radical courage and boldness to live in the fullness of the identity that you have given them in Christ Jesus, Lord, that they wouldn't look back and be concerned by the things of this world, by the opinions of people, Father, but they would look to you um, 
for the acceptance, for the provision, for whatever it is that they're needing in that moment, Lord, and that they would continue to walk out what you have called them to do, Father. And those that are in the midst of a training, um, in the middle of training ground, feeling discouraged, Lord, I just ask that you would give them a fresh breath from heaven to continue walking forward in the process of preparing to step into what you have called them to do, Father. And I just thank you again for them and ask that you would bless them tremendously. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Um, yeah. So thank you all for, for joining us today for this week's piece of authenticity. Um, thank you, Taylor, for joining us, but yeah. for everyone else, we'll see you next week right here on piece of authenticity. Be blessed this week. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Bye guys. Bye, 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 bye.